Miami sun, she won't get a chance. I ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right times. In Miami sun, she won't get a tan. I ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right time. She looking Welcome to episode 30 of the Zone Talk podcast. I am your host, Jamel. I'm back with Donovan, Rashad, Devon, Yo, and Nap. We really yeah. just start off like that? Yeah, bro. <laughs> episode why not, 30. <laughs> episode 30. 30 episodes in. 30 for 30, guys. So, um, glad to be here. How are you guys feeling? Phenomenal. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Phenomenal. Man. That's a good Phenomenal, adjective. Phenomenal, man. Yeah. All right. I can do it. Yo, y'all have a good weekend? Anybody do anything? Nothing too crazy. Hanging with the dogs. You know what I mean? Space Literally. Jam 2. You know, Literally hanging with the dogs. Word. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> peep that. Space Jam 2, though. Had to go peep LeBron in his acting debut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> how'd y'all think? What'd y'all think? No spoilers. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. We, okay. Won't, we won't talk I about it. Saw, I, I thought it was a great movie. I Worth watching. It. Worth it, watching. It, it, passed my, sure. it, it passed my expectations. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? With, with classics, it's hard to, like, come out and redo them. So, like. You know what I mean? You gotta be on. You walk on eggshells when you do things like bring out second space jams. But got that four, that four K, that four K resolution. Nah, yeah, the graphics are definitely. Didn't have that. Yeah, in the the were I was like, yeah, all right. definitely <laughs> didn't have that. But I was like, honestly, this should this might as well have been like three D. Like they yeah. should have had it optional to like watch three D. I think the kids would have like really loved to see that in three D because I was like, damn, like if I was watching this as a kid, seeing all this shit, like this would look, <laughs> yeah. this would look crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like with nah. LeBron in it too, like yeah, stop nah, playing. Yeah, nah, no, Devon, no. you'll you'll enjoy it. Yeah, nah, you'll, sure. you'll you'll love it, bro. Definitely gonna make it a priority. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jamel were in here dying. Yeah, <laughs> nah, it was fun. There's some there's some funny scenes in there. People are gonna throw a lot of hate at it just because people do that, but. Yeah. Um, definitely worth watching. But uh, let's get into it. There are uh, some news to get into, uh, college football and NFL news. Uh, we wanted to first start off by talking about BC QB Phil Jerkovic uh, was named to the Heisman watch list for 2021. Uh, he's a Pittsburgh area native who led BC to a 6-5 and five record this past season, throwing 17 touchdown passes, and I believe he threw for over 2,500 yards. Um, and, you know, he's a, he's a dog. It looked like he's a real one. Um, you know, it looks like they found their best quarterback prospect since Matt Ryan. Uh, and a lot of NFL scouts are, you know, foaming at the mouth for this guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was a Notre Dame transfer, right? Yep, he yeah, transferred so from I Notre mean, Dame. I mean, to even, you know, to be at Notre Dame playing, leading, leading Notre Dame, you got to be, they had to have seen something in them. And to get a new start with, like, a fresh coaching staff at BC, like, with kind of just giving him the keys to the car and just saying go like who's to say he can't you know double it up this season you know what i mean i don't know the ac like i was like we were saying off the pod like as far as like clemson goes like you know they're obviously one of the one of the best teams in the nation like year in and year out but like after that there's pretty there's a pretty huge drop off in like teams and talent level amongst the act right now so i mean like like we were saying, there's probably three. Donovan, I think, said there was three teams in the top 25 from the ACC. It's not, yeah, yeah. That's not that. That's not a lot of teams from like a perennial strong conference. Right, you right. know what I mean? So, 
I don't know. It, I, I I just say all that to say like it's it's all the reason that he should be going out there and balling and like kind of like putting himself Word. on the map. Yeah, yeah keeping himself the, in that he, he got the size too. He's six five, six five. So six five quarterback. Um, he definitely has a pro look to him. Yeah, I the arc, yeah the article that we I looked at um, listed him as six five, and you have that size and and skill. Um, then the scouts are definitely going to be looking at you at the next level. Um, I got to check him out. I'm I don't know why I never heard of this dude until recently, but I definitely got to tune into BC. This season, I'm going to be tuned in. Um, they got another dude, too, a wideout. I know they have a wideout. <laughs> he was in every – yeah, he was in every single uh, play. Woods, I believe. I, something like that. But I know I know. I read they got, like, a, a, a nice complimentary wideout for, for him. So, um, BC's always been, like, a well-rounded school, too, overall. I, I just guess, like, the coaching aspect of it, I guess it's coming along now. Um, they have guys coming out. They have guys in the NFL, like, historically um, over the years. Obviously. Zay Flowers. I think. Yeah, Zay Flowers. You know, you got Luke Keekley, a little off topic, but just a notable guy coming from BC. Hopefully, um, this dude, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Jerkovich. Yep, Jerk. There you go. Well, yeah. They have Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Um, just to name a few few dudes. So, hopefully, he's, he's the next one. Flutie. Put on, put on for AJ, the city. AJ Dillon is the most recent. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, yeah I'd like this. I'd yeah, like yeah, this. I remember Andre Johnson or um, what's his name? Andre Williams. 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 Yeah. Oh, Williams. yeah, yeah. He was a, he was a candidate, a candidate too. But I hope to see. I hope you know they have success. Um, overall team success. I mean, they always have guys coming out every year from BC. But as far as team success, I don't know if we've seen seen them. Um, you know, separate themselves from, you know, the pack as far as you know being ranked. And hopefully, I see that. Um, but they got the quarterback. Um, coaching staff seems to be coming along well for them. So hopefully they put all the pieces together for a good season. Yeah, it's nice that it's a, it's a local team, you know, right around the corner. Um, Boston College, like, I mean, even, like, you go back 10 years ago, like, I feel like we weren't talking about BC in any respect in regards to even guys coming out. Uh, but it's outside of Matt Ryan. Um, but – you know, I like to be able to see that, you know, guys are coming here for an opportunity, able to thrive after it and, um, you know, putting themselves on the map, putting hey, Boston on the map. And look, high school players, if you're listening in, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to make some money off of sponsors in Boston playing playing for BC. So, yep, big time. You know what I mean? Come to the city. It might get a little cold in the winter. But you'll ain't be all right. Ain't nothing a little jacket get, get won't a, fit. Yeah. Ain't nothing a little jacket <laughs> won't fit. A good education. No question yeah, about that, too. Like that's what I'm saying. Like all around, around, all around, good school. BC is just like you know what I mean, nice campus. Absolutely, so. absolutely. So, well, uh, stay tuned with him, and uh, I'll hopefully be able to catch a BC game and see him uh, play in person. Hopefully, they don't get smacked or something, um, as I've seen in the past <laughs> with BC games. Uh, but yeah, some NFL news. We did hear that Melvin Ingram finally signs with the team, and that team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, my opinion, it is a great signing for them. Uh, but what do you guys think? Donovan, you got some thoughts on this? Yeah, I think, honestly, it solidified. Well, it didn't solidify, but what it did was help fill some of the holes that they lost uh, this offseason. Um, I think they ended up losing five starters, as we were saying before. Uh, so being able to bring in another veteran presence like Melvin Ingram is huge for them. Um, Nab, what was it you were saying about uh, having players at all levels now? Yeah, I was like... I think of like Melvin Ingram almost as like 
or kind of like a star linebacker, like amongst like you know, I would put him in the top linebackers for me. But I think like, of Melvin you know, Ingram as like a hand and ground like DN player, like. I feel like that's where the Steelers. I mean, he's are a pass rusher. He's like a he's, yeah, he's, he's a, a pass rusher. He's a but, pass I mean, rusher, he's but he, he's he, he, hand down he, or hand down. But, uh, but what I'm too. saying, he's versatile enough to to help out, be that second guy or, or be that guy on that second level that's helping out. Like, you know what I mean? Now the Steelers have guys on three levels that are dominant. You know what I mean? Right. You got Minka Fitzpatrick holding down the back, and you got T.J. Watt who's just gonna wreck havoc. And now if you throw Melvin Ingram in the mix. You can do some things where you're sending him and holding him back and just having him, you know what I mean? Just play, the, play, cover. play, play a little bit more back and cover. And they still have Devin Bush. So yeah. uh, with him, I'm raging in linebacker too. I mean, um, they have guys at each level, like you guys said. And I, I think with this, you know, having TJ Watt on the other side and having Melvin coming in as a pass rusher and being able to get to the quarterback – um, it eases up the job for that secondary on the back end, you know, with them losing a couple cornerbacks um, this past offseason. And so I'm hoping that can kind of make up the difference. Like you said, they got some star guys on every level. So it, they seem to be a team that has been able to do that in the past, and I, I think they'll be able to do that going forward with this. Yeah, I mean, I mean at, yeah, at, the, at, the, at the very least with this signing, you're, you're providing the team – that signing provides a team the veteran presence, so the years of experience um, is definitely going to help them. Um, T.J. Watt on the other side, um, young defense. But um, I remember like watching Hard Knocks. He was definitely a highlight last last season of Hard Knocks, um, displaying his his veteran presence um, on the camera. Um, so I think again, at the very least, uh, Pittsburgh has that addition um, to their squad. So, I mean, definitely doesn't hurt considering they lost, like, five stars on defense. Um, again, like Donovan said, they're just patching up those holes um, from that that side of the ball. Um, yeah, so I mean, ultimately, definitely doesn't hurt. Ultimately, like, the identity of the Pittsburgh Steelers is they're going to always have a strong defense yeah. or always have a top – a top 15 defense. Yeah. And so they're they're only making another case for that this year. So Yeah. One thing I thought of with Melvin Ingram, like him coming from playing with another like dominant edge player in um Bosa. I think it's Joey Bosa who plays for the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Joey. So I'm like thinking about how he complimented him. I'm thinking he can definitely do the same thing for TJ Watt, but while I was thinking about Joey Bosa, I was like, which one's better? Joey Bosa or Nick Bosa? That's a good debate. Cause I thought about it mm. and I was just like, hmm, I can't really say. Cause they both bring that same like relentless pressure, and I was just like, all right, Melvin Ingram, like he brings pressure, but you know, like he's more like he finesses with it too. So he's he's a lot of a he's just an addition to them. But honestly, I was just thinking about how they though he compared to playing with another edge player, and I was yeah. like, all right, T.J. Watt, like he'll definitely complement that. Yeah, I mean he he's have ex, he's had experience working with like an an all league yeah great defenses uh, all league edge rusher so I think it won't be any sort of drop off working with somebody who's younger and has you know the same type of qualities as a player like or dominance you know as you know when Joey Bosa came in we were looking at him like he was you know yeah. what I mean and he and he has been you know he's. He's been progressively just like consistent, like you know what I mean. It's not like nothing super out of this world, but I do think of Nick Bosa as like 
kind of the yeah. I think Nick Bosa is the truth. The better brother. I think he's like a young. I think he he's just the way he plays is just like. I think yeah. of it as like controlled chaos, like you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. Like high motor, he he wreaks mad yeah. havoc. Like I was like, really it, thinking hard, but I'm like, which one's game. better? Because they both really <laughs> make a lot of plays, in my opinion. So it's like, but I see where you come from with Nick Bosa. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that would, in my opinion, I think that I would go with Nick Bosa. But that's just because <laughs> I like the way Nick Bosa plays yeah, more I than anything. Joey like Joey Bosa is definitely bigger. he's he's bigger, and he, I mean he's just as up there. He's just as effective. As a run stopper and effective, um, yeah, you know, it's just all preference but, based. <laughs> yeah, it's preference based, and Nick just has I don't know something about him. He just got a little bit of spark to him, a little bit of edge to him that uh, makes him look crazy on the field. But uh, speaking of that Niners team, though, we did hear from free safety Jimmy Ward, uh, who was talking a lot of trash. I don't know if it's trash, but it's kind of trash. <laughs> he has some words to say. He has some words to say, some things to get off his chest. But um, the main thing is, he said, Matt Stafford is the same quarterback who was in Detroit and didn't make the playoffs. He said, he continued to say they went and traded Jared Goff, who went to the playoffs several times and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he lost, but he went to the Super Bowl, though. I've yet to see that with Matt Stafford. And I'm saying he's still great. I believe he's a top 10 quarterback, maybe top five. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just going off what I see. And I see Jared Goff got those boys to the Super Bowl. I mean, he, he like, the truth hold on, settle down now. Settle he down. He's telling the truth, and then, like, by the end, he's capping. Because he's <laughs> no, like, and I know. see Jared Goff got those boys to the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, Jared Goff, he definitely, he managed, yeah, he managed he the game. Them. Like, yeah. yo, like. We saw the three points in the Super Bowl. No, nah, I mean, no, 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 not not in the Super Bowl. To the Super Bowl, like he was, he was doing his thing. He was nah, doing his thing. Nah, he, they had a, a, oh, yeah, now yeah. it's Sean McVay. It wasn't Sean McVay. Like, this was like, this is what we, it wasn't Sean McVay that year I and mean, that great a, defense. It was definitely not Jared Goff, but he I said mean, he had he had the the passing touchdowns to interceptions ratio. It was like twenty six to six. I mean, he did what he had to do. Um, but I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say that Jared Goff was the reason why he said he they got went on. Those boys. He he did get they them went on there, the run, but, like, but it wasn't like. I mean, aside dude. aside from that, um, I mean these dude these dudes in the league, like he's obviously just like trolling. Like they're in the same division now, so like he's not about to like talk this dude up, like give him his prop. Like of not. these are what these dudes do, and like they like these dudes know better than anyone else. Like we talk about it, we talk about like the system that guys are in, like, the talent that they're surrounded by. Like, I'm sure he knows and he understands full well that Stafford never had the supporting cast that Jared Goff ever had. Like, he, I'm sure he knows that, but I just think, like, he's obviously just trolling. Like, we can obviously yeah. – we know, we know like, the background of these quarterbacks and the upbringing of Stafford and what he has been surrounded by and – or not been surrounded by. So, um so let's look. Let's look into what Stafford has been surrounded by at his best, um, and just in comparison to give some perspective about what that what that might look like in comparison to Jared Goff. Now, in 2014, uh, was arguably the Detroit Lions' best team. Uh, they had five Pro Bowlers: Calvin Johnson, Glover Quinn at free safety, Matt Stafford, Domkin Sue at defensive tackle, Golden Tate at receiver. Uh, and they had three AP All Pros: Dom Gensu, Glover Quinn, and DeAndre Levy at linebacker. DeAndre Levy, that's crazy. Um, and so their defense—they had the, I believe, the number two uh, total defense in the NFL, uh, surrendering roughly 300.9 yards per game. They also finished third in points per game defense, 
and they led the NFL in rushing defense. So in this year, they did make the playoffs. Matt Stafford made the playoffs three times in his NFL career, lost all three games. And when you look at the squad and you look at the team, um, they're not that bad of a team uh, that he went to the playoffs with. And so, you know, how much credence are you going to put into someone being able to get to win that game? Because as a quarterback, the ball's in your hand most of the time. And regardless if you like it or not, I mean, leading a team to a win is primarily the quarterback's responsibility. Um, <laughs> I mean, again, like, I think about the system. <clears throat> like, Jared Goff and Sean McVay, um, I think in that offense, overall to this point thus far, I think, uh, Goff has been a, a system guy, um, but I can't I can't say the same for Stafford. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. we I mean we on the pod have raved about Stafford, and you know if he were surrounded by supporting cast um, like the top quarterbacks, um, there could be an argument of him being one of the top quarterbacks in the game right now, um, which we will be able to see this year, um, but. Again, like I, I, it's hard. It's hard for me to believe that uh, who's it, Jimmy Ward? Jimmy Ward actually feels like again. Do you, these guys know the NFL better than they're in the NFL, obviously. But I mean, I'm sure again, like he knows, you know, certain quarterbacks and certain systems and talent surrounded by them. Um, you know, that's just how how it works sometimes. Quarterbacks aren't dealt with the the best hands, yeah, uh, the yeah. best cards. Um, but I, I mean, it's just. I mean, do you feel like I feel like we give a lot of leeway for no, Matt Stafford? No, no, be, because it, it it's not all on him too. That, that's what you fail to realize. The Lions have had awful defenses over the years, awful. So it's not just like he's going out there with a bad with a bad offense and just making them look better. It's like he's going out there and he literally has to play well. To to win them the game because if he doesn't, the defense ain't gonna hold it down for him. I mean, it's not like we can hold down. This is team. honestly, this is starting to sound like we're debating between Stafford and Goff, and I don't personally don't think that needs to be a d- debate. <laughs> I mean, Goff. ultimately, I, I'm sorry to step Good. on your no, stuff, ahead, but like ultimately, like somebody could make the argument that like like no matter what the situation was, Jared Goff's track record up to this point has been making it to the playoffs, gotten to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Why are we getting rid of this guy in favor of somebody who's been on a losing team with a losing record for years on end who's produced yeah. three playoff runs in, like, ten years? Yeah, and I'm not discrediting Jared Goff. Like, he did what he did. He did what he had to do, stepped in in a, in a system that was set up for success, and he, he delivered, like, made the playoffs. Um, but – if we're talking about like overall quarterback like talent, skill, and stats, I mean I'm taking Stafford every time. Um, and there's really no, really no debate for me as far as like I don't like again I don't think it's as simple as the way he put it like oh like Jared Goff brought him to the playoffs so that like you know what I mean like I don't think it's that simple like again I I think it's the the way again the way he worded it made it seem like you know, so do like we they, not, like they were like they were on even playing fields as far as what they were surrounded by and 
Yeah, I know what you like mean. That. Like, it's not that simple. Like, so okay, do Super Bowl appearances like matter then, in the grand scheme of things. Absolutely, Super Bowl appearances matter. But I think that's kind of like steering away from the argument, though. That's because part of his main point that he was saying, though. I mean, he, he was saying along. Yeah, li- yeah I mean, he's if you conveniently if, leaving out the fact that, yeah. like. Jared Goff was playing on a team that was just set up for success. Yeah, I, I just, I just like, I, like I agree. Like, the appearances if Matt matter. Stafford was in that system. He can produce more. Like, but can we what all we are, see from Jared Goff? In my opinion, is a lot of like quick passes. Like you, like rarely are you know when you think of Jared Goff, you don't think of him dropping back, surveying a defense, and shredding them. Like, but that's something that Matt Stafford can do. So can we come to an agreement that Robert Woods was was one of the Robert Woods was one of like the league leaders in intermediate passes caught. Yeah, play action, probably comebacks ninety percent of the time. But we're talking. All right. I mean, Jared Goff, he's a good quarterback at best, like in my opinion. The Super Bowl appearance, just like. I mean, you can talk about how Peyton Manning, he's a great quarterback, don't get me wrong, but like that year he went to the Super Bowl with Denver. Yeah, that's that a great point. That's a good defense. example. Yeah, that's a good example. Like, he's there, but like, it's not like how Brady brought the Bucks to the Super Bowl this year. Like, it's just different. Like, I mean, he's saying he brought them to the I don't Super know. He got them, I think he said. So, Don- I mean, he did get them there. Donovan, elab- elaborate more of, of like what you were about to say as far as like, you said, dude, Super Bowl appearances not matter. I was like, telling, I was telling Jamel earlier, like, like I, <laughs> when I read Jimmy Ward's, when I read his quote, like it didn't really make sense to me. Like I was like, well, of course, like Matthew Stafford, you would pick Matthew Stafford over Jared Goff. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, when you line up their track records to date, like you could have somebody come from the other side and be like, well, have you seen what Jared Goff was able to do with? this team for however long that he was there for the four years that he was there. And you can, you can have that type of argument with a bunch of different players and people yeah. love in arguments to bring up Super Bowl appearances and how they matter of things like that. But when you come back and talk about it, like we're kind of having that conversation right now. Like the, just to think about the way that they got rid of Jared Goff too. Like they sold out for Matt Stafford. Like they truly believe. Yeah. They don't have any future uh, that he's better well, I mean, what year was the Super Bowl that they appeared in? 2017. 2017? All right. No. Con- no. No, it couldn't have been 2017. It's in that, that time frame. Maybe, it, might, it might be. Maybe 19? I think it, it was 18. I don't know. Yeah, well, I think 18 was the, the Atlanta shit. 20. Yeah, it was in 2019, but it was from oh. 20. Damn, it's a lot more recent than I thought. Yeah. So, I mean, with those seasons past, like, what what kind of growth or drop off have we seen from the Rams? They've just been like consistently like a ten win team, and making it to the playoffs. Making it to the playoffs. I mean, obviously the front office seen something like you know we gotta get over the hump of just being that ten win team. That yeah. Super, that Super Bowl appearance. I get the Super Bowl parents, but like when the Super Bowl parents includes three offensive points, and it's not even offensive <laughs> points, they're special teams points. Like we can't like, yeah, we I can't mean, really talk. You had about a bang, you had a banged up, you had point. a banged up MVP 
running back and Todd Gurley, who was yeah. not at 100. percent He shouldn't have been out there. Actually. You had you had well, a quarterback that it was in his first his first Super Bowl appearance ever, three years in the league. I mean, you're there. What you? I mean, right. what do you like, mean? Got them there, right? We can say that about Joe Flacco when he played in his first Super Bowl. How how long had Joe Flacco been in the league up to that point? More than three years, I'm sure. So, like, like, come on, man! Like, you kind of gotta. Would you? Would you peel it back for a second? You kind of gotta give some dude, like, do some. In slack. the grand scheme of things, right? Like, in the grand scheme of things, I will say this: like, when. Goff has again. He's been consistent as far as getting his team to where, to where the organization expects. Like, he's done the job. He's done what he had to do. He hasn't done any less than that. But like, if we're looking at, if we're looking at like, if we're gonna debate overall quarterback, like I'm taking Stafford based off of style of play. I think the based off of McVay's play calling, he, he it appears he that can he can open it up more. For sure. He'll open it up more for Stafford, but I was going to say that for Goff, you weren't seeing him – you weren't seeing McVay put the, the game in the hands of of Jared Goff just by the style of play that they had, incorporating the running backs, getting Cam Akers involved later on in the stretch, and the short intermediate routes. And you talked about Robert Woods. Like, Robert Woods has made his money after the, after the catch. It hasn't been like – Jared Goff, like, slinging the ball down the field. That, you can get that from Stafford. I mean, but as far as, like, if you want to look at the resume and playoff appearances and stuff like that, like, yeah, Goff got that. But on the flip side of that, it's like, all right, what have these guys been surrounded by? And that's what it comes down to, like. But And that's what, I'm, what I mean as far as, like, Jimmy Ward, he made it sound so simple as far as, like. And, again, I'm sure he knows that, but obviously how, they're in the same division. How many years has Jared Goff been in the league? Is this about to be his seventh year, sixth year? Fifth or sixth, probably. He was drafted in 2016. So this is about to be his, his fifth. sixth, fifth year, sixth year, sixth year. Six. So in his six, in his five years of playing in the league, he's had five teams that were better than any of the Stafford teams. No, nah, I don't believe that. You don't think so? I think that 2013 team at least measures up to the 2016 team. That 2013 Lions team. Okay. At least. And that's why I brought up the playoff because it's easy to say Matt Stafford's just not surrounded by anybody. But I think the point is, like, you can't guarantee that he's going to win more games even though it looks like he's in a better position to win games. Like Jared Goff, I mean, there's some guys who have there's that there's intangible no aspect of it, but where it's like, all right, maybe this guy's just a winner. I mean, I would say it's an upgrade at quarterback at the I, quarterback position, I and that's agree. not and that's not taking you away from from Goff, really. Like, I think Stafford again. Stafford, he's more talented. He's, he's more talented, talented, and like he's you said, like quarterback, like he'll get them. He's trying to get them over the hump. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but, maybe in that. The Rams believe that Stafford can do that. I mean, I think that puts the, I guess, this debate to rest as far as if they're if they're going out and getting a guy who again hasn't been they they obviously see the potential and what he could do for them in in their system. Like if they sold out to get if him. I'm if I'm Jimmy Ward, you've given me no reason to be scared. 
Like, I might talk that shit. Because as far as I'm concerned, Stafford wasn't doing anything with what he had. Even if he what was. Even if they were winning games. Even if they, like, they were still losing. He's coming from a losing place. And I'm Jimmy Ward. I'm like, yo, I'm not worried about it. So I could see what Jimmy Ward is talking about. When he's talking about, all right, well, you just traded out a dude coming from winning. Now we're taking a dude who might be more talented, who is more talented, as we all know, and bringing him into the, the organization. So would you and say, you sold out your whole team. So would you say that Detroit, as an organization, has done their best to put Stafford in like a winning position? They're Over not like that in Stafford's interest, like they just knew he wouldn't didn't want to be there. And no, just he's mean, talking about the whole his whole the the organization from the, the entire time that uh, Stafford was on Detroit, do you feel as if the organization um, of the Lions have done the best of, to their ability to put Stafford in the best position to, I mean, I to think, win? I mean, I think one could say they tried. Well, obviously. But, like, do you think they've done a good job in in doing so? I could say no because I believe the situation – like who? The who's the? In. Who do you guys think the begging? Who who has the better organization in your opinions? The Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, is easily a better organization than the Detroit Lions. Okay. Just, just based off state. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. But like, I mean, that's how I look at it. So it all comes down to the organization at that point. To an no, extent, no. yeah. I mean, you I have mean, to factor that in. You have to factor that in. What that the fact that. Stafford's coming from a franchise like Detroit. Yeah. When comparing the two, like again, Stafford I I'd like to imagine that if if Stafford has been on the Rams, you know, these in recent years, I mean, he'd be able to do the same thing as far as bringing his team to the playoffs and I would argue more. I'd rather have the guy that balls with losers than the guy who plays okay with winning with winners like i'm and I'm adding so, adding him to adding the him to my team, team. like knowing like, that he and that's that's what happened yeah like absolutely. you're gonna get a guy who's who can ball you're adding a guy who can you see can ball onto a winning team now and you're adding a guy who we've all known to be eh in our minds, nobody here is is rooting and, and raving for Jared Goff, and I've never seen any of you do it. So we've all thought of him as, uh, he's a he's a good quarterback at best. You know what I mean? But we've seen players we're like, oh, like, yo, like Stafford looks like unbelievable. I mean, he throw he threw for four thousand. He threw for five thousand. Yeah. Like we're seeing we we've seen that from him. So like, what I'm saying is we're seeing a a guy who. Can ball go onto a team that in an organization that is moving in the right direction? So I think it was a great move. I mean, and you I also, think that Jimmy Ward should should really be worried because his organization ain't making the greatest moves, and and they, you know what I mean? They they need to be worried about their division. I mean, you're talking smack because <laughs> they're in a real tough division playing against the Seahawks, yeah. playing against playing against the Cardinals, and you over here. Going at the the guys who won your division last year. I mean, you also combine with again like what the Rams sent to get Pat Stafford too. Like I think that says a yeah, lot. That, Two first rounders and a third. They they sold out basically. I mean, I think they're just bugging, but 
Yeah, yeah but what? That, yeah. In that sense, they're like guaranteed. They got like, that that upgrade that we I don't think any other team would have gave them right. that. They got <laughs> that, that upgrade that we talked yeah. about from Stafford to Goff, or no, Goff to Stafford. Yeah, like is it worth? All that, like, I, I yeah, that's that. what I, I think. That's I what, yeah, like, yeah. is it like, no, like, no, is it Super no, Bowl no, or bust now? Yes, no, it has yes, to be. yes. So, next no, year, if they don't win, it's a dub. No. Like, yeah. like, they don't we're shitting on them. From no, the, it's wanna, not Super Bowl or bust. You want to know why? Because they gave them picks to a nobody. They the Lions ain't gonna do nothing with them picks. Man, you're bugging. What does that have to What does that have to do with me? If I'm the Rams, what does that have to do with me? I suck now. And <laughs> like, they just got, pay, they I just got, pay, I gotta pay mad people. They just got the executives from the Rams to the the GM from the Rams is now on the Lions. So I think if anything, they'll capitalize on them picks more than ever. Yeah, but just back, just uh, backtrack to the Stafford and Goff. Like for them, that like that that's a perception within that you can kind of make within the Rams organization. If they're willing to give up, you know, those two first rounders in the future and a third rounder, then I think that that's all you really need to know as far as, you know, what they not only not only the expectations for the next couple of years, but um it has to say something about, you know, what they see in Stafford and the upgrade that they believe that it provides for them. That's all expectation. That's all expectation. Ultimately, yeah. they didn't get enough offers. <laughs> like ultimately, they did. They did. Oh, and I'm not. Hey, shit, I'm not saying that because, was the best. That was the best yeah, thing for them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just but saying, I'm, like, I'm if saying, yeah, at the end of the day, that if, that's what they. That's how they feel. That's how they feel. Yeah. If they feel that Stafford is worth two first rounders and a third round pick, then I mean, shit. And they feel as though their team was a Super Bowl can- contender without him. And they feel as though, like, with him, they might be able to get over the hump. Wouldn't it be something to see Jared Goff be the one that ends up playing better and being on the better team the next few years? I want to be on the years. record on the pod saying that I mean. won't happen. <laughs> 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 like, if it does, we'll pull this back up. But, like, I, don't, I really don't that, see that. That division, that division right now is kind of in, like, a weird situation yeah. where they don't – the Bears don't got their best quarterback starting – we don't know what's up <laughs> <with Aaron> Rodgers, <laughs> and the Lions just got a got a whole new situation. Vikings uh, might be the one this I'm year. Root, I'm rooting for Detroit. I, I told you about twenty times off off of this. Like, for, like I'm rooting for the Lions. Like y'all can laugh at me all y'all want, but just foundationally and uh, as far as this off season and what they've done and the steal that they got in the draft, like on top of Who's Frank Penesul. Somehow he slipped to Detroit at seven. But anyways, um, I mean, they have Penesul and Frank Ragno, who's considered one of the yeah, top they, centers. They probably have a top the 10 league, O-line. I mean, I just think like from what they're what they're building, I'm, I'm looking forward to what they have to offer in the future. I agree. I think uh, it'll be interesting. I don't think it'll be what we expect. I mean, who would have thought the Browns would be a contender uh, five years ago? Um, and so who's to say that can happen to the Lions? It may not be the same route, may not be the same methods, but uh, I definitely think Two it's possible. Yeah, definitely get them something. They're Jeez. on their way. But they got rid of Patricia. I would definitely say. Yeah, that was the first step. <laughs> yeah, Patricia went back to the patch, right? Yeah, yeah. he back with us. But he in his role, though. <laughs> yeah, he, in, yeah. he, he know his role. Nah, yeah, Work with yeah, the defense. Yeah. You do what you do oh, with man. them. My you... man went to go collect a quick bag yeah. real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't knocking it. 
But um, Box what was the hustle. Yeah, like I was saying, like Stafford over like Foles, like as far as their futures moving forward, like I think Stafford Foles or Goffman. Uh, Goff. yeah, Goff, yeah, my bad. Looking at the damn thing, <laughs> but um, yeah, like Goff moving forward. I mean, he's also young too. He's really young. To the picks that they have coming in the future. I mean, he could end up being bringing Detroit to a better situation. But I think Stafford's always gonna have the edge on him. Like, another another thing Stafford's to always gonna be in a better situation at this point moving forward. I mean, another thing to mention too. Um, if I'm playing devil's advocate for Goff, because you know, we know my stance on how I feel about the comparison between those two, but um, on the Jalen on the Keep to Leave podcast with Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey was talking about how like, I mean, at the end of the day, like Goff knows how to win, like finds a way to win. Like, I think that's something you can't like. You can't teach. quantify, yeah. That's yeah, what, yeah. That's what so I, I mean, if it's coming from Jalen Ramsey, like, you know what I mean, like. One of the top. And so it's top maybe maybe you don't have to put a lot of stock into that, but there is yeah. something to be said for having those qualities, the traits of like quote, he's a gonna, winner. He's all wherever he goes, wherever he goes. I think with that being said, like at least he'll we'll pro- provide a, a winning pedigree. Uh, we'll definitely see <laughs> until he starts year. losing, <laughs> right? Because um, I mean, if now, he's able yeah. to make Detroit a, a above five hundred team, I'll be like, all right, like Jared Goff is like a good quarterback, but like if he just like crumbles under the pressure of being on a team that's not set up for his success. I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the, they got some going Super Bowl or bust LA. The Lions went 9 and 7 last year, right? The Niners? I mean, the Lions. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, they went they might have they might have went like I don't want to say that out loud. 6 and 10 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what is the record? They went six and ten. That's, that's, that's my guess. That's sound about right. Yeah, because I don't think they was a winning yeah, team. Yeah, to end up with the seventh pick, that sounds about right. They went five and eleven. Yeah, so if Goff can get them to the point where they're five hundred or above, seventeen I'm, games too. If he's doing better than ain't Matt no, ain't no five hundred eleven. What are we saying? <laughs> Either you either winning or you losing. What are we saying? We we're saying we're we saying that he has Penny Sewell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's what we're saying. Yeah, that's what we're saying. You know, I gotta come back. <laughs> that's hilarious. But nah, it's gonna be fun to watch like throughout the season because I'm sold that Stafford's in a better situation than Goff. So I think Stafford's in the Rams gonna have more, much more success than the Lions and Goff. I think I, I we can all agree with that. <laughs> like, I think I mean, we're projecting be- we're projecting the uh, the Rams to go further than the Lions. But yeah, but like I'm talking about as far as their play individually. Bro, it, it, I'm, it's crazy to look at an NFL roster right now and only see one guy born in the 80s on the team. Like, look at that. <laughs> yeah, that's, nuts. that's actually Everything nuts. Everything is like 95, 95. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. You got uh, Dan Mobach. Dan, you got, you got homie born in 2000. No, yeah. He's 1981. Aleem, Aleem McNeil. Damn. We see you. Shout out to you, North Carolina State. My man is 40? Rookie. Playing center? Who's He's that? a dog. Dan Mobach. Don. He's at the top. He's a dog, bro. Don. That's crazy, Don. bro. Four, four Morty. Four. Yeah. That's kind of wild. Playing center at 40. He's been in the league for 17 years. <laughs> Motherfucker Jesus old Christ. as hell. Never heard. Like, Jason Winston. This guy needs to be talking nah, about Nah, it's because he's not old enough yet to be like one of the years? oldest in the league. Bro, Brady. 17 years in the league is OD. Yeah, that's kind of Jason, Jason Winston's offensive lineman. Yeah, he gonna be hurting. Jason Winston in the league. 
adding padding his uh his stats and records. You said Jason Witten? Jason Witten, yeah. He's on the Lions. I think he's on the Raiders. Yeah, he's on the Raiders. He's thirty nine. He said he said, Fuck this broadcast issue. I'm trying to play. Word. <laughs> no, the broadcast shit yeah. said fuck you. Word. <laughs> I'm about to say because he was kind of trash in that broadcast, bro. All time great tight end, but that broadcast that was not it. And uh, speaking of broadcasts, we did find out that ESPN and Disney are partnering with Peyton Manning and Omaha Productions to headline alternate Monday Night Football telecasts. Um, definitely an exciting. Uh, aspect of the 2021 NFL season, uh, if you don't like the normal broadcast on Monday Night Football, you can listen to Peyton Manning and Eli from a remote location. They'll have celebrities, iconic and current players are going to join. Um, and I think it's going to be uh, pretty entertaining. I think Peyton Manning is like one of those guys I always like seeing on TV. So what, what's, the, what's, the, wait, what's the layout of this, uh, this thing? So it's a first of its kind alternate telecast slated for 10 games each season beginning with 2021. Uh, Peyton and Eli, uh, it'll be on ESPN2 with the potential for distribution on other Disney properties, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but basically, yeah, you'll be able to watch this on ESPN2, including ESPN+. Plus. Oh, I got ESPN+. Plus, word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so like, I'm, I'm going to be tuned in. Uh, yeah, yeah for sure. This is like Tony Romo on steroids. Yeah, for yeah, for real. Like, this is like the type this of is a deal is deal. Tony Romo that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, no. Nah. Tony nah. Romo, I... This is ownership, though. Yeah, I, I still rock with you. That's my quarterback. That, that scored. <laughs> That's my That teammate. was a catch. It's unfair. Game should have been over. Y'all should have been in the bowl. Uh, I think it's dope because this right here, I mean, Tony Romo works for, you know, the company. Uh, but Peyton... Um, this is his company, uh, Omaha Productions. I mean, that's something that he started after leaving the league. And uh, to secure a deal like this with the NFL, I mean, th- with the resume he has, I can only assume getting in the door was easy enough. I think closing sure. the deal um, yeah, was pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, and he'd been on TV uh, a ton. So, I mean, yeah, this this is probably... with ESPN and like, had like, good insight. Yep, exactly. He had like, Peyton's places with ESPN. Um, yeah. Which is also through his uh, production company, um, and so it's exciting to to see more Peyton on TV. I'm definitely gonna be looking forward to this. I'll definitely be tuned in. I think Peyton Manning's one of the best guys to listen to. If you haven't heard him on detail, I definitely recommend it. If you're a football junkie and want to get into uh, the schemes and everything on offense, I think uh, those are good to check out. All them audibles he called for the snap. Word, yeah. You want to play him? It's crazy because even in Madden, the computer when you played the the Colts, oh, they yeah. still do it. <laughs> Bro, like Madden 05, 04. Word. He'd be the most difficult. Uh, com- uh, computer yeah, so it's, to play it's against. gonna be really exciting to like hear his insight because like I'm sure a lot of like young players are gonna hear it and just like be able to just understand it to some degree how he yeah. understands it. So yeah, that's, Yo, that's a good thing I think. If we go back to the to the Super Bowl winning Denver Broncos, right? We're talking about Peyton Manning. Like he can't throw for shit. Right. How much how much weight do you put in the fact that they had Peyton Manning at quarterback at that point because of his brain? Like because of his ability to switch up the calls and get you yeah, in the right I mean, place. Definitely like Yeah, I feel honestly, like that was I, I've never like thought about it in that aspect and that's probably a hundred percent what was in the mindset of that team. Yeah. And just like leadership wise, like just getting team mentally ready for a game, having like preparation wise, a guy that's gonna kill you in the film room like kill you like know what what he's talking schematically, about schematically like, like <laughs> just like having a coach having a, yeah center, i was about to say having a coach like 
right on the yeah, field, bro. Absolutely. Like that, he's one of those players to make sure. adjustments on the fly. And you already, you're you're already talking about a small a percentage hand. of quarterbacks that can do that right. regularly and like have the freedom to do that. Right. So when you're talking about having Peyton, you know, be the guy that's out there. It's like, all right, I'm on a different level than the whole defense. I just thought about Peyton's face mask. Oh, oh yeah, his shit was gross. Was <laughs> he was the first gross. one with the rebel. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny, not because I was actually um watching like a Denver Broncos game from 2013 on YouTube randomly, and like just looking at Peyton Manning throw the ball at that point in his career, like it just like it was not the ball was not had no zip. Nice. I mean, granted, it was a game in New England and the wind was whistling, but like. Peyton Manning was really out there just like... Whistling. The wind was whistling, but Peyton Manning was really out there just like... Nah, he had some... His teams, the Colts teams, bro. Oh, the Colts teams? Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison. The arm was active at that point. Edgerin James. The arm was live. The arm was live. Joseph Adai later. Peyton had to wear the double gloves in order to grip the ball and still be able to zip it somewhere. You know he didn't have it. And he ain't never rocked the double gloves. Fair to say? He never rocked the double gloves. Shout out... Eli too, because we didn't say nothing about Where? him. <laughs> yeah, Eli, Eli got two of them things. Yeah, Eli, yeah, Eli got two of them things. But we talk about the, the Broncos. Nah, much to say. Do we really Eli. see Eli doing the same? Oh, what that's you, what, what, I, what you about I to think say. Eli is gonna be low key, just as funny as Peyton, bro. Oh, not funny, like or yeah, just and like Eli is an NFL thing. quarterback, so like I ain't never seen him in a different light. But I think he just looked like a goofy dude. I think if we're gonna compare the two, Eli was probably better after the snap. After the snap. What you mean? Mm. You could, I mean, he, like, he was just making shit happen. Yeah, like nah. you can yeah. say what you want. Yeah. <laughs> you can say what you want. He got two of them to back it up. If Eli never got no championships, then it'd be I mean, easy. Yo, to Dad, what you about to say? I mean, but Peyton has, Peyton has, Peyton has way more yards. He has two as well. Hey. Like what? Who? How is he better after the snap? How, what, I'm just, uh, hey man, I'm just no trying, trying, to, trying to make I it know hot. What you're trying to say. Yo, I know what you're trying to say. Yo, it's on. possible. It's I possible. Payton had better talent, you know. So after Payton the snap, the it was more than that. Payton beat you pre-snap. Yeah. Eli. Eli was beating you on some bull, <laughs> on some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> So that means it was bullshit. It wasn't that's, just. That's oh, hey man, you can, you can you bullshit your way to to the rings? Hall of Fame <laughs> against the goat? Yes, yes. The Hall of Fame. As we see in those is, days. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Fame quarterback? He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's going to be a quarterback in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Look at you. I'm saying <laughs> yeah. you don't think he's gonna make it with his resume. Two, Two Super, Super Bowls. Balls. Yeah. That's it. He's throw, he's like top like twenty no in like some of them no statistics. Does he even have a Is Philip Rivers going to the Super Bowl? Huh? Probably not. Phillip I mean Rivers? to the Hall of Fame. Probably not. Probably not. But Eli has two Super Bowls. If Philip Rivers had two Super Bowls, would he go to the Super Bowl? Would he go to the Hall of Fame? I mean, would he go to the Hall of Fame? Yes, four because times, he has four times. Four times Pro Bowl. Man, sound like a Hall of Eli fame. is probably going to go to the Hall of Fame, bro. Yo, he's 117 and 117 in his career. <laughs> I didn't say he'll be first ballot, <laughs> but he's yeah. going to go to the Hall of Fame. What's the TD to enter ratio? <laughs> yeah, he looked crazy he's with the like, numbers. Yeah, I'm hanging it up right here. I, I don't really want to defend him no more, but he is going to go to the Hall. I know I don't, I don't like it, but I think he'll go, bro. With them I mean, two, yeah, because that them I mean, two Peyton's Super Bowl going. wins in the fourth, the comebacks, oh bro. Oh, my God. 
He I know. almost threw for five thousand one year. No way. <laughs> Wait, yo, yeah, twenty eleven Super Bowl. Yo, it was 08. Oh, oh yeah, because in, in the playoffs they was going nuts yeah, too, playoffs, and yeah. that's not even including. Yeah, that's not even. Twenty seven comebacks, thirty seven game winning drives for Eli. Yeah, put some respect on his name. Yeah. So you don't you don't think he going to the Hall? I know you don't want him. Eli, he Manning. might not be first ballot, but he'll be in there. Nah, he's going. In. Eli like, Manning threw forty four no. game time or go ahead TDs in the fourth quarter. Look at that. That's kind of tough. And I really hate complimenting him so much. No, nah, because it, it literally, as a player, it's still fuck Eli. Because, like, yeah. I'm still a Pats fan first. Yeah, but, like, as a person and as, like, just, like, a football guy, like, you can't, you can't, like. <laughs> yeah. You, know, yeah. You, you, can't, you can't not. He's got everything. That's, that's part he's got of, like, everything that like, goes into it. So he's better after the snap? No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Peyton Manning is renownedly known as probably the second best quarterback ever. In like, you know, I feel like this is st- like a quarterback that we can compare statistically to Eli. Maybe not the two Super Bowls. Matt Stafford with no Super Bowls. Is nah, a- I don't know. <sighs> I don't so know. Matt Stafford has like. Ah, the- I don't know. Those might be identical numbers. I mean, we might as well. Like, oh, we got no. a lot of yards. You know, the Stafford throw more touchdowns probably because he's just better talent. Like, as of right now, unless Stafford, like, wins oh, one no, this year. No, no, no. Stafford got just straight, like, fives and 4,000 yards. I ain't seen a 3,000-yard season until 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And That's that Stafford. Was, yeah. That's crazy. That's Stafford, that boy. I don't know. Wait, how many touchdowns? What's the touchdowns? He has yeah, 282 yeah. to 144 touchdown to interceptions. Okay. So he's doing the damn I thing. I don't know. I don't know who to compare Eli to because he's like, he's like a quarterback like like we've never seen before because like, <laughs> he, it's like the most awkward two Super Bowls you've ever seen and like the most like mediocre career outside of the Super Bowls. Like yeah. a bunch of like below five hundred seasons, like just yeah. he he, he literally he, won two Super Bowls going like nine and nine and seven. Or yeah, like, he only had twelve wins once. I think he had eleven wins like twice. Hey Eli, shout out to but, you, my boy. But in the playoffs, they went but ten the, and six. But in the playoffs, they went Eli was there for that. Eli was there. He was there. He pulled up. He pulled up in the playoffs. I don't know what that, he had in his drink or whatever, but. Eli's shot. secret stuff. Wait, wait. <laughs> Playoff Eli? Is Playoff that a, Eli. Is that a thing? Uh, yeah. Playoff E. Playoff E. E. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like oh, that. man. Nah. But, uh, but, but yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I, I think I think this would be like a cool a cool um like way to watch the game because like you're literally getting it from like two Super Bowl Hall of Fame quarterbacks yeah. that are like Fresh out the game, like, you know what I mean? Guys that we're all familiar with, the younger guys they're familiar with. Like, we always hear, like, you know, Troy Aikman and those guys are, like, great, great broadcasters. But, like, you know, some, some of our crowd haven't didn't watch those and guys And especially play. for us to get older and see these guys get yeah, older yeah. and now get into the Troy Aikman-type role exactly. as a commentator. Now Tony kids. Romo up there. Like, it's fire now being able to see that. And so and it's quarterbacks we can relate to, guys, that we've seen play and be like, oh, no, like, he didn't suck. We're, we, we can take his word for it. Like, you know, Is that what you're about saying, to say about Eli? Is that what you're <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait a oh, minute. So I get it. You know, you know how like they talk about media, like, oh, if you didn't play the game, how can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's good to see like 
we got straight Hall of Fame quarterback straight shooters. talking about football. Like playoff dude. Eli, no. playoff E. <laughs> not doing playoff E. e. <laughs> oh man, go ahead, Jamel. Uh, but up next, um, we wanted to go over real quick. We all saw the Jalen Ramsey um, on the Catch and Fades podcast with Akib Talib. Uh, and they talked a lot about how the Jaguars basically fucked a lot of shit up when he was there. Um, you know, after that AFC championship run, uh, there was basically a lot of mismanagement. You know, they didn't feel like they valued him. Uh, and they thought their team was one piece away after making that AFC championship in 2017 before they started letting go of players and, you know, didn't know what they wanted to do with Blake Bortles. And there was a lot of beef with Doug Marone. Um, and Tom Coughlin, too, always seems to be in the conversation for having beef with players, not being able to, you know, being just hard-headed. One of them old motherfuckers that just don't get it. <laughs> like, yo, you got to change with the times. <laughs> yo, they really were one piece being away. Being so stuck just in your wrong way. one. Yeah, they were. Yeah, that it's crazy because no one thought they was going to get that far when they got there. And it was like, I was like, Jaguars going to be in the Super Bowl? <laughs> like, yeah, what? Yeah, I, I highly recommend y'all either listening to the audio of the pod or watching it on YouTube. Um, got some really good insight. I think it's always cool when you get that insight from the player themselves. Like, because they're literally telling you what happened. Yeah. Um, and I was just like. I'm more inclined to believe them than anyone else. Yeah, I, I was just so <laughs> amazed by, like, the stories that Ramsey was, was talking about. I think, the, like, one of the funniest ones is when um, – the the Jags were playing the Texans who had D Hop at the time, and <laughs> Ramsey was getting tight because the coach is like, <laughs> the coach is like, yeah, like we got we got D Hop this week, like he's gonna get his obviously, I and mean, Ramsey was just like, what, like, <laughs> like I'm like that, me? what you mean, like I'm like, like that, like, like why is that a guarantee? <laughs> yeah, then he, then he talked about like, um, when the rumors came out they wanted to trade him, and nobody ever addressed that with him. Um, at the time, and then fast forward like a week later when they played uh, the Steelers, who had AB at wide receiver at that point in time, and Ramsey ended up getting like two picks that game, and then like someone in the front office reached out to him like, oh nah, like the rumors weren't like true, like <laughs> <laughs> so like it's just crazy. Like at that point in time, like the Jaguars organization, like their front office was just like the way he described it was just fucked up. Like you know from him. And even with um, was it Doug Marone? Like uh, Ramsey was talking about, he wanted an he apology. Wanted, <laughs> nah, before that, when they were playing the they were playing the Texans with D Hop again, and um, Ramsey had got into a got into a play, um, with with D Hop, and it was like they they the refs called it a catch, but Ramsey was he was certain that it was a drop. And then he told Marone to challenge it. And he's like, nah, bro, like, rock with me. Like, he dropped it. Like, he dropped that shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then um, he didn't challenge it. But then later later in the game, um, Marone, uh, Marone, he challenged a, a defensive PI, which they never yeah. turned those back, um, which they didn't end up getting. So... And it was just like it was just, it was it, just it, like and like, Ramsey was talking about it was just a build up. Like over time, like yeah. you just kept doing like the wrong thing after the wrong thing after the wrong thing. And now it's like, all right, man. He's yeah. talking to his agent, he like, yo, like honestly, like he's talking to his agent over a course of weeks, like yeah. man, like they did this. Man, given, they did this. And now he's yeah. like, yo, you know what? Just tell given, him I want to trade. Tell given, him I want to trade. Yeah, I'm given, out of here. Given that said though, like, you know, people like to speculate and we like to speculate like, oh, like why are these organizations like so bad? Like 
then you you hear shit like that like, like personalities like yeah yeah then you you hear stories like that and it's like all right well this is why the jags have historically not yeah. been a great team like you hear stories like that but great pod uh jalen ramsey he's obviously like one of the most highly talented uh personalities in the league um i mean even better football player but definitely recommend um everybody go check it out dope pod um one of the best in the game yeah um I don't know, bro. Like the Jack, the Jacksonville Jaguars drop off like was so instant. The rise the and the fall, bro. Yeah, that's it was, was saying, so bro. quick. Like, yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was like it was, damn. Like we got to see them. Like you want to okay, talk about like, a roller coaster? You kind of want to get right behind them as soon as they start winning. Like one of those yeah. teams, and then it's just like doom. Like AFC Championship to like nothing. Yeah. yeah, and all that tells yeah, was, you is that I mean they had like it was the players like doing their thing like it had yeah. like for the most part it was just the players like, but then after that like, and we gotta think at the time too like the the dudes they had on their team like they were young as remember well. they had they had, I think they had Julius Thomas at the time right they might have but they had, I mean defensively like that that defense don't get talked about enough because they fell off so quickly I mean Ramsey AJ yeah. Bouye yep Calais Campbell. Uh, Tevin Smith or I think they had Miles Jack. They had yeah. Tel- they had Tevin Miles Smith, Jack, Miles Jack. Like a bunch of dogs, bro. It, yeah, bro. it sucks. Like, but again, like you talk about why organizations are the way they are, and it's like, I mean, you don't cater to the needs of your players. You don't have confidence in your players. Like you're not making the right moves. Like, and it's uh, it's crazy because on the pod he was talking about how he has a pretty good relationship with the owner. I think his name is Shot Khan. And uh, yeah, his yeah. son, he, he talked about how he's had nothing but positive relationships with them. So it's crazy how, like, as the owner of the team, that trickle-down effect's, like, not in place where it's, like, the philosophy and how we deal with our players and staff, like, that has to be the mindset that you implement as, I, I would think, the president or whatever of the NFL team. You're like, all right, we got to make sure we all on the same page. And, like, yeah, everybody's not going to have the same style, but, I mean – this was like a matter of respect, yeah, <laughs> almost. And Gakwe is on that team too. Like, yeah. Like what? A lot of young studs um, at the time. That's probably why you went with uh, the new guy. Yeah. That's probably why you went with Urban. Honestly. Yeah, he was like, it. yeah. This is he can kind of mold it. Like he's yeah, not gonna yeah. have control over what Urban does, but he knows what Urban brings to the table and that mentality. He thinks that'll resonate with the players a lot. Like I can see the mentality behind bringing them there. Yeah, he's got a, he's got such a young team too. Like they'll be able to he'll be able yep. to connect with yeah. that type of team and like go from there. So and that's the thing. It's kind of like a it's it's good for Urban to step into this situation because it's like you got a bunch you got a real young roster. So like. It's like an almost an extension of like a college team where it's like yeah. these guys still need that they still need that like um confidence boost that college coaches kind of give you when you're yeah. in college. Yeah, you know what I mean? That that like kind of yep. little push where in the league it's like, yo, catch up or catch up or fall. Like Especially it, knowing like, knowing that you got the quarterback you got, like yeah. that everyone Facts. assumes that you got like you got a Peyton Manning type generational talent is what they're talking about. And yeah. so when you thinking about that, even if you don't want to think like that, it's like, damn, like this could be real. Like we could turn this into a franchise. Yo, you over, know, over. What were you gonna say, real quick? I, I was gonna that. say, you know what? Everything you could have all the pieces. Like they got nice wideouts. They have a good backfield. They're starting to fix their linemen and all that shit. You know what'll fuck yep. that up? Money. Yeah, it's a bunch of young guys with money. 
it's a bunch of young and like, that want to get paid like it don't it don't matter at Especially that point like performing and like seeing how like oh i'm getting these numbers and this dude's getting that nah like and like you, y'all have teams and players who are willing to sacrifice and you know make the team work but then that only goes on for so long and it's like they're gonna lose some piece of this team and then yeah. from there it's like it's right, gonna be you have to replace that or try to get better than what you were Yo, <laughs> right? over or under seven wins for the jags this season uh, 17 games yeah damn that's a good number yeah it is I'm a, I'm a, i like what they could possibly do i want to say over but like just barely bro yeah i'll give them like eight and nine the, and and their division, I don't think their division is crazy team. tough. Like I think they could split with the Colts. I think they could split with the Titans. I think they could beat the. Uh, I feel like they won't beat the Titans. You feel like they can split with the Titans and the Colts? Yeah. The, you see, got a the, lot the, of the Colts are the new hey, man, look Colts. They got I, Carson I think, Wentz. I don't know what the Carson Wentz. I think those Colts divisional games like. are hard calls. I don't think they're ever as simple as they yeah. look on paper. I know that for sure. Yeah, yeah division games, you, like, game you know your sure. opponent very well. And with Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> depending on when them games are at, I don't know. I, I got some faith in the kid. I think he might he might do the damn thing. It's that defense. Yeah, the Jags defense. It's, right? that, it's that defense. Yeah. Like the I, I don't know what to expect from it. They did sign uh, Shaq uh, from um, the Seahawks. Um, I, but bag. like I said, like I don't know what to expect out of that like, defense. Think, it's a big like, question mark. Like like real talk, you think the Jags offense at whatever their best is, is about to outpace their opponent every game? Every game? No. Well, I no, mean, that's what they're going to have to do if that defense is going to be day, playing because that defense was garbage. I think they'll be able to compete. I think they'll score yeah. touchdowns. <laughs> I, think, I think they'd be on the same pace as kind of like Joe Burrow was with the Bengals. Okay. Like, in, yeah. in that sense. Okay. Where, like. If he played a full season, they might have won some games. You wouldn't have thought they caught they could have won. I won't say I can't say they'll split. Get, I I can say they'll split. I think they'll split with either either the Colts or Titans, not both. Not both of them. Not both the Colts and Titans. I think they can split. Um. With either of them, yeah, and losing two to one of them, but I mean they're a young team like. Obviously, there's going to be growing pains. Like, it's not going to be pretty for them. That's my projection. Um, but they're a young team. New uh, college coach, a college legend of a coach. And then a generational, what is said to be a generational uh, talent at QB. Um, hopefully, that offensive line. That's, that's, that's kind of what I look at, like, with, um, like, young QBs is, like, the offensive line. And I think like if if they, if so, Trevor Lawrence can somehow get protection, then like maybe you know we'll see them uh, hit that seven win mark. But with young QBs, like you have to protect them because if yeah. not, like it's gonna get ugly like early. Yeah, on. if he gets hurt, or if, if he's getting if he's getting, if he's getting hit, if he's getting hit, then that can do enough to really yeah. like throw him off his game. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they don't play the Colts still later in the season. Yeah, they and play that week defense. 10. <laughs> so I think, and then they play in the last game of the season. That defense is od. Last game of the season, you don't know what could happen because you don't know right, what that, position. That point, he's not a rookie anymore. Yeah. 
And I feel like it'll be one of them things where they're going to highlight Carson Wentz and Trevor Lawrence and see what them two are putting on the table. And Trevor Lawrence might be the one that's doing the damn thing. Carson Wentz might be making some some, some mistakes. I want to I wanna see, like, what exactly will look like, how they incorporate um, Etienne, because I'm hearing he's lining up at wideout, too. Yeah. Like, and their their teammates, like, at yeah. the same time, I feel so bad for James Robinson. Bro, I, yeah, I agree. Like, it's so – he's undrafted too, bro. Yeah, and that's just going like, to – Like, it was already a hard road for him to get the job. Yeah, that might fuck like, his money up too because, you know – Oh, like, the S, yeah. Because obviously, like, I, I think at this They ain't going to pay him now. Yeah, like, so, the, the coaches I mean, that are there He now, has to like, get it elsewhere after it, his shit is up. Yeah. It's gonna he be, was I, just drafted. It's going to be tough for him so, to, like, take – I mean, undrafted. He was just undrafted. Because <laughs> I don't even know what his contract looked like, and I know, like – I mean, he's on a rookie deal or, yeah, so or whatever He's going to want to be able to display yeah. – his talent and get a bag. Realistically, what you think that's gonna look like? The rushing carries, anyways. Um, I think. I, I think. I think like at the, the very least, for Robinson, um, like he'll be a guy where, when they're in the red zone, like inside the, the yeah. five yard line, like he'll be that guy. But I think like over the course of the game, like you're gonna see a lot of incorporating. Over the course of the season, you mean? Yeah, over the course of the season, like. Uh, is gonna be more heavily yeah. involved. Like they're just gonna like, you know, progressively get him involved in the passing game. You, you don't mean, think they're gonna use their that's the thing. Their rookie NFL, running back that just rush for a thousand? And yeah, that'll oh, be well, that'll, well, like yeah, yeah, but that'll mean they're gonna, they're gonna use, use them, utilize, but, they're gonna, but yeah, they're not gonna even just, think about all the teams that have two running backs that like they incorporate them. Like I'm yeah, talking, yeah. But I'm just so talking they, about there's no way they're gonna forget individually, what they have. individually for James but Robinson. They're certainly like, gonna ha- like feature. Right, they're so gonna they have had, to show that they're invested in. They had 240 ETN. carries last year as a team. I expect probably like what? Like no, one, he one, had two. Oh, just James Robinson. Oh damn. That's gonna go down. Well, yeah, I think. Well, yeah, it's going to go down. But yeah. what, do you, what you really think that's about to look like? Like, do you think James Robinson's going to be one, two down back, and then it's going to be ETN? Pro- progressively, yes. Progressively, yes. Because, if, I mean, if they're getting him with that second pick in the first round, then that says something. Just depends on game and like game flow, I feel like, as well. Yeah. This is what I'm getting at. What do you What do you think this is about to look like? Like, to me, they have a real running back in the backfield who has shown that he's able to catch the ball. They're not They're not even going to need to use him as much because they're going to have ETN that they're going to be able to line up three three guys out. And yeah, now man. all of a sudden, James Robinson, boom, pound the ball on, on first down if you want to. And then you have options. Like, I don't yeah. think he's going to get phased out. By any no, name. but and it's also a different scheme with Urban Meyer coming in. Like I don't know what that offense is going to look. I like. think Cause I think just because I'm not as versed in what the offense he's. I think I think for them again for the, for the Jags, I think I think they will they will kind of like portray James Robinson as a guy that again they'll use him. They'll, I think they'll see him as more effective in red zone situations. Like, again, when the ball's inside the five-yard line and they need him to, like, ground and pound through the linemen to, to for those goal line carries. But, like, you look at today's NFL game, like the incorporation of the two or more running backs um, throughout the throughout a game, then I think that's the direction that the Jags themselves are – heading towards too like especially with the new quarterback a new coaching staff again they went and got etn at with their second pick in the first round um and 
you know, all that points to them at least using a, a committee approach to start the year. Um, and Robinson's rushing attempts will definitely go down, which is why I feel really bad for him because he just came off of a. It's a it's really also good crazy how like drafting a running back in the first round like automatically like makes it a committee situation like you mentioned because like there's first round quarterbacks like Justin Fields who like aren't in a situation where it's like all right they're automatically getting incorporated because we yeah. have the first round pick but at running back like yeah I, I, you're definitely right about that because like yeah, that's there's no way they're gonna pick too. him up and like think he's a first round talent and, worthy of spending that pick and on. with the 17 game season they're gonna want to preserve either or that's like, the thing too, that point like, is like what i'm saying like two running backs like that's never like really a bad thing I mean, oh no of course, it's not like i mean someone's gonna have to have less carries or maybe they'll split it but like, like that's what i imagine they would try and split them as yeah, best I mean, and as also, they could it also comes down to like but, who's more effective in the game if yeah that, yeah is like getting the money that day then it's gonna be james robinson's yeah. day like but, travis like, Etienne is averaging three yards per carry in between the tackles like it's yeah, just, but my but my guess is within that organization, like they have plans for Etienne to be oh yeah well, incorporated. I mean, they better. Well, you yeah. drafted him with a first right. round pick. Yeah, very. I mean, very well enough to the point where it hurts James Robinson from an individual standpoint. Like, I hate to see it. Yeah, like, yeah. He's if, not we're, gonna, if we're looking at if we're looking at it that way from an individual yeah, standpoint, he's like, not going to have a season I feel like bad this. For him, yeah. yeah, and it's crazy because that's the next however long his contract is like. He's, he has to wait to go to another team to to become the guy again. I mean, he got seven he got seven touchdown rushing touchdowns last season, and like I think if they have enough scoring opportunities um, in the red zone, like if that offense if you see offense where they're moving the ball and they get enough opportunities to for him to score um, seven touchdowns, like I think he can he can match that. But I, we we won't see the same amount of yards though. Because of how they'd be splitting the the rushes, or how they'll be u- utilizing Etienne more within that offense, you don't think he could be a thousand yard rusher? No, no I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the that. likelihood. Of I, would, that I wouldn't. I wouldn't predict. I wouldn't low. bank on that. No. I think. I mean, Kareem Hunt tried his best to be a thousand yard rusher with Nick Chubb and couldn't do it. Yeah, but he I mean, wasn't even effective when he had when he had it all by himself. Yeah, he did. He but wasn't. I mean, he was effective when they were together. And they played most of the season together. I mean, it's going to be tough, too, because, like, Lawrence is, like, really, like, a sling-the-ball type quarterback, so yeah. it's not even, like, yeah. Yeah, there'll the be Jag- lots of opportunities to run the, the rock. Jags- yeah, they might throw the ball 50 times a game, honestly. Yeah, they have some since he's yeah. <laughs> They have their plans. <laughs> Absolutely. They, it would be exciting to see uh, Trevor Lawrence, like, air it out the way that Joe Burrow did this past season. I don't know if I'm going to see that right away. I feel like Urban Meyer won't really have him in that situation right away. You don't think so? I think it's hard to not put him in that situation. I mean, I mean <laughs> what about like, game I script? I see Urban Meyer putting him in the game and say, do you? Yeah, yeah, I definitely could see that. But, like, the way Joe Burrow went out there, like, that was, like, remarkable. Like, I don't know if we can definitely say, like, we'll see that from Trevor Lawrence. I hope it's, we do. It's similar, like, too. Like, that would be fun to watch seeing Trevor Lawrence have 60 attempts in a game. But, like, I, think I feel it, like the way their offense is going to go, it's going to be – I mean, he's gonna definitely be like the the focal point of their offense, but like, I don't see sixty attempts, fifty, forty attempts, maybe maybe forty on a like a, yeah. a day where they're incorporating a lot. But the way Joe Burrow was airing it out, like that was something that you know I don't think yeah. we can just say Trevor Lawrence will match that. 
Yeah, it, I mean, it was tough to do. The pace he was on was pretty ridiculous, and yeah. just in terms of just volume. So, Game right. script, man. It, 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 uh, they were really out there. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, it, you're the first round pick. Go ahead. But the same like, thing, yeah, hey, same thing. I, Trevor Lawrence is kind of walking into a similar situation. So, yeah, you know, it's like hey, he might end up in the same situation. But, I just um, hope they protect him, honestly. <laughs> That's all I hope. Like. <laughs> Yo, offensive line are at a premium, and the Jaguars do not have. They have to hope that somebody is developing yeah. in house quick. Honestly, that's my that's like one of my biggest hope for them as a as a team is just to keep him healthy. Hey, They'll man. do that. They'll do that. They'll get him out on a bunch of rollouts. Yeah. A bunch of quick throws. Like they'll they'll get him. Yeah, out. they'll get the ball out of his hands. Yeah. Hopefully they don't run him too much. Um but we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm excited for the season. Uh, training camp kicks off uh, within the next seven days. The Cowboys report on July 21st. Steelers open on July 22nd. And the Bucks open on July 25th. Everyone else uh, starts on July 27th. So, bro, it's crazy. The season's, like, really almost here. It's bro. here. Like, it's here, dude. Rashad, it's not crazy. It's here. <laughs> it's here. It's here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's absolutely right. Uh, I'm excited to get to some games. I'm excited to watch some games, and I'm excited to pod about football yeah, during the season. Zone Talk's going to hit different so, in season, man. We're, we're ready for that. So, yeah, stay tuned. Great content coming for you soon. Uh, but we will catch you guys next week. Love y'all and appreciate y'all. And we'll catch y'all later. Zone Talk, Zone Talk, Zone Talk. Zone Talk, Zone Talk. Type of make a move and don't nobody know You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl All I need is any with a little bit of dope Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro We can do it faster, we can do it slow Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door I know what your spot's like, I've been there before yeah. I left my main hoe, now my son my main hoe Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know Performing plain clothes, get the bag and race home Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gonna live by the same code. Off the throne, it's how to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey. Quarter on the beat, I told him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed or make me go off. Hey. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. still my buy a crib from north up to prosper. Speak killed these niggas, bite me hard. I feel like ho. They feel the nigga flex. Too hard, they care about hoes for real. Yeah. Top speed, O D, low key on me. Top speed, O D, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only tryna blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed.